You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. And now a quick shout out to a giant pain in the butt for e-com stores everywhere. Getting the right photos and videos to sell your products. Here's the truth. Not a single transaction happens on the internet that doesn't involve a visual. If you're in e-commerce, you need professional photos. That's Suna. They're the virtual content studio. Join over 10,000 merchants who get high quality creative by simply shipping their product, joining their shoot online and paying for the photos they need as they go. Oh, and those photos, they're only $39 each. Your pain point is about to be your secret weapon. Get started today at Suna.co. That's S-O-O-N-A dot co. Hey, everyone. Super excited to be back here with Liz Georgie, co-founder and CEO of Suna, for another episode together. So when Liz and I were first chatting about partnering, we talked about the shifts in the landscape and how paid social just wasn't what it used to be. I think everyone listening can certainly feel those changes as well. She was telling me about some of the unconventional things her brands are doing to win new customers. And I thought these would really help our listeners and just get your creative juices flowing. So Liz, welcome back. I'm happy to be back. (laughs) Awesome. So uh, what's your take, Liz? Like, why are brands needing to get more creative when it comes to customer acquisition? What's happening? There are two converging forces happening in the world of paid customer acquisition that are having a massive impact on e-commerce stores. The first is that it's the end of cookies with Google. Google has decided to turn off all the cookies on the Chrome browser, which is creating a serious pinch for people's ability to advertise via paid search terms. On top of that, many people have read about the ongoing tit-for-tat sort of situation happening between Facebook and Apple. And those changes have created a tremendous increase in customer acquisition costs on Facebook. Why? When you can't track your customers as clearly and as cleanly, you also can't target them as clearly. And so if your brand is seeing CACs that have doubled and tripled in the last six months, these two converging forces are probably why. It's actually why I decided to reach out to the 10,000 merchants that we work with on the Suna platform and try to understand what's working. How are they thinking differently about acquiring customers? And what are the things that they're learning and seeing in the market that other merchants can use or riff on in order to be successful in 2022? Mm, Yeah, couldn't agree more. I was catching up with a customer of ours who was telling me that, that she's spending about four times the amount of money compared to a year ago to generate the same amount of traffic, right? Like that's a huge issue for anyone that is just like fully reliant on paid social. So would love to hear, you know, a couple of your customers, like what are they trying and and what's working for them? Across the board, everyone is investing more and more in stellar creative. They want to make sure that their website is at the best it's ever been so that the traffic that does get there is converting and is excited to buy. But there's actually three stories I want to share with you that really stood out to me because they were so distinctive and so unique. The first is from a brand called Sheets and Giggles. They sell bamboo bed sheets. It's a great brand. And they decided in January of this year to turn off their Facebook spend to go from $200,000 a month to zero. And guess how much their sales shrunk? Only 10%. It was a very small shrinkage. But how did they keep getting sales? Well, they did something completely unconventional they decided to sponsor a local Miami 
radio show that also has a podcast. Of all the obscure choices they could make, they decided to go with something where they thought it was going to be high intention, really on point, and funny and joyful. It was in alignment with their brand vision and their brand ideas, and it only cost them about $25,000 to $50,000 a month versus the six figures they were spending on Facebook. It's a fabulous example of thinking outside of digital channels to go ahead and get those customer acquisitions. That's crazy. It is crazy. I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. And I'm trying to figure out how I can learn from it too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as someone who does paid, like, or anyone listening who has a reliance on, on paid, the idea of shutting that off, I think is like a nightmarish sort of (laughs) feeling, but awesome for that. I love that. It requires a great deal of bravery, but I think your listeners might have that bravery in them. Yes. All right. So the next story I want to tell you is about halfdays.com. I love this brand. Half Days is a women's performance ski wear brand. And they are extremely different in the sense that they only focus on women's ski wear. They also were finding that the same old strategies around digital customer acquisition weren't working. So what did they decide to do? In a pandemic, in November, December, and January of the last few months, they decided to host in real life events that they called mountain meetups, where they would invite their customers, but also their wait lists and their social media followers to go to local mountain communities in Jackson, Wyoming, Big Sky, Montana, Vail, Colorado, to get together and have a glass of champagne and just have fun. Guess what? These events helped them create an 8,000 person wait list for their next upcoming product. Amazing. So event, getting kind of like old school, back to events, back to in-person and community. I love that idea. My final example comes from a brand called Overtone, which is a vegan hair dye brand. If you are a fan of having colorful rainbow hair, you may have already heard of this brand. They're one of the preeminent players. They're a multi, multi, multi-million dollar brand. And what they do is they help you keep your colorful hair bright and fresh by giving you in-shower shampoos and conditioners that help keep your colors bright and bright and clear. Well, Overtone saw very similar challenges on Facebook and Instagram, as well as on Google search. And so they decided to go a radically different direction. They decided to tackle their creative and go with a different creative strategy. What was that creative strategy? iPhone videos that were totally transparent. I think this is a brave choice as well, because we often think that we have to have perfect visuals for every channel. But in fact, because Facebook and Instagram was mostly showing perfect visuals, having an interchange with a few real life kind of content styles actually helped them stand out. And not only that, they decided to show before and afters with their product, which was so important because it helped the consumer see exactly what experience they were going to have. I truly believe that by embracing the exact experience, they also answered a lot of the questions. Is this product right for me? Is it going to do what I expect it to do? And is it worth the money based on the results? When you answer customers' questions in your content and in your ads, you actually make it easier for them to make decisions faster. And when we're talking about conversion, everybody wants faster conversions. I think this is a great example of if you're going to stay on Facebook, Instagram, and Google, how you can be a little bit ahead of the four in terms of really helping get your customers to a sale. I love that. Liz, I'm, I'm actually learning a lot from our sessions together. This is awesome. I think one of the big things that is recurring in a lot of what you're sharing is 
this idea of trying to be relatable to the person on the other side, right? To the person you're trying to get to buy. And models can be a great way to do that. And like high quality shoots can accomplish that. But the overtone example is like perhaps the other end of the spectrum of relatability, which is like, oh, uh, yeah, that actually like really looks like me. You know, there's no like studio lighting or fancy cameras or anything like that. So it's really kind of like there's multiple ways to become relatable through your creative. The giant takeaway is that I truly believe 2022 is the year of being creative for brands. It's about stretching the bounds of how creative you're willing to be with the library of assets you use to sell your product, getting really high-end images, but also getting a great library of user-generated content and iPhone content that can help tell your story. And it's about being being creative in how you talk to your customer. Having an event for your customer gets about as close as you can possibly be to a sale. And I think those choices are really important. We want to be able to help our customers see themselves in our products. And sometimes that happens through really high-end photography. Sometimes it happens over Champagne and Vail, Colorado. And other times it happens by simply being on a radio show that they listen to with their parents. These kinds of insights are the things that really say to me, it's time to be creative. It's time to go outside the toolbox that we've all been using and find the things that are really ideal for your customer. Couldn't agree more. We got some really good examples. This is great inspiration for anyone listening who's on the the paid social train. Think about sheets and giggles, shutting off FB, trying local ads, local radio. Think about half days going offline and, and doing their community events in the mountains and overtone with ads shot on an iPhone. I love that. So Liz, another great episode together. Thanks for coming on and we'll catch you next time. And, and for everyone who's still learning about Suna, check out the link in the show notes. It's S-O-O-N-A dot C-O.